Hello and welcome to this episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. Up next, a brief message from one of our partners. Now, it is possible that we go straight into the episode. In either case, I'd like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast and for supporting our partners. Enjoy. If you love listening to podcasts, then you might love audiobooks too. And that's why I recommend Audible. Audible is the best app in the world to download and enjoy audiobooks. And with seemingly infinite titles, including the Game of Thrones series, Harry Potter, Lean In, and more, I guarantee you'll find the perfect audiobook for you. A great feature that'll come in handy is you can download all of your titles on any device and listen offline. This is, of course, particularly useful when traveling or during long commutes, and we all know it's simply a drag to sit in a train, plane, or bus with nothing to help time go by a little faster. For the listeners of Sleep and Relax ASMR, you'll get a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial if you go to audibletrial.com slash sleepandrelaxasmr. The audiobook I recommend is Stephen King's The Shining because, um, well, I'm a sucker for fiction and there's something amazing about listening to a well-told horror story to pass time. So that's audibletrial.com slash sleepandrelaxasmr to claim your 30-day trial and get one free download. Welcome everyone to episode 177 of Sleep and Relax ASMR. This episode we're talking about holidays, um, Christmas carols, a whole bunch of other topics. Because today I will be rambling. This is a ramble episode. Now, for those of you uh, unfamiliar with this series, I basically pick a topic and I start rambling. Um, and it gets a little confusing, it keeps you disoriented, and hopefully by the end of the episode you'll fall asleep or doze off or focus on your studies, whatever it is you're looking to accomplish by listening to this episode. So with that in mind, I just wanted to say season's greetings to everyone. Um... And I wanted to say that Christmas cards are the absolute best. And for a few reasons. First off, you get to see cheesy Christmas photos show up in your mail. How great is that? And sometimes they include the family dog or the cat. Um, Occasionally a parrot. I've gotten that twice. Um, Sometimes grandpa gets in there. Grandma, the neighbor. They just kind of throw in whoever they think should be there. So that's the first reason. Secondly, you get to see ugly Christmas sweaters. And you get to display them on your fridge, no less. Which made me wonder who came up with that. Why do we stick pictures on refrigerators with magnets? It's not that convenient if you think about it. If you open the fridge door a little too fast, they actually drop to the ground. And if you accidentally swipe them with your arm or your body, they fall. And what's really amazing is before you knock them down to the floor, the magnets were working perfectly. As soon as you try to re-stick them to the fridge, it's as if the magnet lost its magnetic abilities and just disappeared. It's so difficult to get the picture back on the fridge with a magnet exactly the way it was before. But another great uh, thing about Season's Greetings cards, we get to keep updated on people and families that you aren't really that close with but for one reason or another feel obliged to stay updated on. 
without fail, I'll receive maybe five or six cards from friends or family that, to be quite honest, I haven't heard from in a long time. For example, without fail, I will receive a card from my great uncle, and it's the same pose, just different sweaters. So, two years ago it was a blue sweater with a light blue Christmas tree. Last year it was a green sweater with a red checkered pattern. What, what do you call that pattern? Um, it's like uh, diamonds. There's a, there's a very specific name for the pattern. Let's just call it diamond pattern. Someone will undoubtedly... You guys are very astute. You guys will probably hear this and I'll get two or three emails about it. But yes, uh, a checkered pattern. And it's always the same setup. It's always... <clears throat> Sorry, it's him on the left, his wife on the right, and their two grandkids sitting down on their laps. So he'll send that uh, this year, I'm sure. But the funny thing is, he lives maybe ten minutes away, and yet I've only seen him through these cards. We haven't spoken in years, and it's not that we don't get along. It's just one of those things where you never really think about it until you receive the card each holiday season. And I sort of think to myself, I should give him a call or swing by one of these days, but I really don't. It goes both ways. So obviously it's partially my fault and partially his fault. The uh, sweater he wore two years ago, the first Christmas card was great. I thought it looked great. I have nothing against traditional Christmas sweaters with the red and green colors, but there was something pretty nice about that dark navy blue sweater and a light blue Christmas tree. Maybe I'll send him a card this year and on the back ask him to give me the details of where he bought that sweater from. Um, you may not remember. You may not remember. Little known fact, Season's Greetings is the name of a 1993 album by Tatsuro Yamashita. It's a Christmas music. Um, it's Christmas music and it was released in November of 93. It's sort of a holiday album, though some of those songs have nothing to do with holiday seasons or the holiday season. A few of the tracks include Bella Note, Be My Love, and Silent Night. I'm not sure if those songs are in Japanese or English. Um, if you can tell by the name of the artist, Tatsuro Yamashita. He's a Japanese singer and producer. He's best known for the song Christmas Eve, which appeared in his album Melodies in 1983. <clears throat> Yamashita, of course, formed um, the band Sugar Babe in the 70s, which included musicians Taiko Onku and Kunio Muramatsu. Um, for anyone, if, if I have any Japanese listeners, is my pronunciation okay? Because I'm, I feel like I'm saying those names with a lot of confidence, but um, maybe I'm doing a very bad job. Just let me know. But as a solo artist, Yamashita has uh, released an impressive 17 studio albums and over 40 singles. And he's been one of the most com uh, commercially successful Japanese male solo recording artists in the history of the Japanese album chart, selling approximately 9 million albums in total. Nine million. I mean, that's that's a ton of album sales, and he's so prolific. Seventeen studio albums. How, how do you even forty singles? Guy's a machine. 
absolute machine. But I'm sure you knew all of this. I'm sure you knew all of that. So I don't know why why I continue to give you such obvious information. Getting back to Christmas cards and carols. Um, have I mentioned this episode that A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens is probably my favorite novel ever? It's probably one of only about ten novels I've ever read in my life. It's a little embarrassing to admit that, but the truth is it's not that I dislike reading. Um, on the contrary, I like to read, but I am uh, so stuck in my own habits and I've never been able to really, for I've never been able to carve reading into my day because during the day I start with my coffee, I typically do recordings in the morning, um, I go to work, I work full time, then I'll come back home, I'll typically go for a jog or go to the gym. And then afterwards, I'll make food or visit family. Um, and then always to sort of end my night, I you know will watch YouTube. I'll listen to podcasts, watch TV, Netflix. I'm very excited for um, some of the uh, the shows that are, are going to be um, not released in uh, the next few weeks, but. But uh, anyway, uh, let me not even get into it because once I get on the whole Netflix topic, I, you know, I'll probably never stop. I could go on and on and on about it. Um, so I, I do enjoy reading. I just I haven't been able to find a time to really read and then make it part of my everyday habits. But, um, you know, I've, I've read A Christmas Carol, um, I've read Lord of Flies, I've read Hatchet, um, A Tale of Two Cities, A Tale of Twin Cities, A Tale of Two Cities. I've read more than that, I promise. But I, I'd have to think about it. But but seriously, I love that book, Being a Christmas Carol. I love that book, that novel, book, novel. For those of you unfamiliar, it tells the story of Ebenezer Scrooge, who's an old miser. This is from the Wikipedia page. Who's visited by a ghost of his former business partner, Jacob Marley, and the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and yet to come. And it's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. Maybe I'll do a full episode on A Christmas Carol in a future episode. Charles Dickens wrote that book in 1843. That's a long time ago. A few notable things that also happened the same year Christmas Carol was published. Um, Congress appropriated $30,000 to quote-unquote test the practicability of establishing a system of electromagnet telegraphs. Um, Hong Kong was proclaimed a British crown colony. Um, what else happened that year? Just off the top of my head. Uh, Charles Thurber patents the typewriter. Um, it was the first time an African, it was first time African Americans participated in a national political convention. So that's amazing. It's the first time, uh, it's the first chartered mutual life insurance company opens and, um, uh, Boston conducts its first town meeting in, um, Fenil Hall. I don't know how to pronounce it. I've been to Boston a few times and I've been, I'm almost positive. I've been to, uh, Fenil Hall. 
but I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. And it seems really familiar. I think it's actually a market now, maybe. Um, like an open space that they have some tents and you can walk and check out different stands and restaurants. Maybe that's right. But maybe I'm thinking of Quincy Market. I have no idea. It's pretty clear I haven't been to Boston in a few years, so I'll move along. Um, but I love Boston. I love Boston. I, uh, I've i been there twice. Again, it's been a long time. I um, I can't tell you a lot. Of, I, I went to a, a couple Red Sox games, and aside from that, I couldn't really tell you exactly what else I did there. Um, lovely city. If I have any listeners from Boston, just know, love the city. So the same year Christmas Carol was published, the first mutual life insurance company opened, as I mentioned um, a short while ago. Um, I just like insurance companies in general. They make nice commercials, but when push comes to shove, I find them pretty dishonest and not that caring. Um, in other words, I, I find that all their commercials are geared to make you believe that you know they're your friendly neighbor that's going to lend you some money to help you get by your situation. And to be clear, they do. But I just, I've had a couple of um, negative experiences with them that without fail, they're, they're just frustrating to deal with. And I think they, they do a lot of talking and very little action. But that's all I'll say about that because there's no need to bring any negative energy to the episode by talking about insurance companies. Christmas car- carolers. Is that how you call them? Christmas carolers? They rarely come by. Um, my house in this neighborhood. I don't know why. I had a friend growing up um, that there were always a bunch of Christmas carolers that would come by uh, her house, but never mine. And now being a little older, it's kind of a weird concept, isn't it? Why are people, I mean, well, total strangers actually, showing up to my house and singing to me? I know it has to do with Christmas spirit and holiday spirit. I I understand that, but there is no other setting where that would be viewed as acceptable or fun or charming. Think about it. Imagine you're at the grocery store and a group of strangers start singing Katy Perry. It's pretty odd. But this is a lovely time of year. People are in a great mood. There's snow if you live somewhere in the Northern Hemisphere, unless you're in Florida or Central America, I suppose. I live in Florida, and I didn't see snow until I was 14, and I thought it was pretty cool. Then I spent a lot of time in Canada in my late teens and early 20s, and I came to sort of hate winter because the bitter cold and and how snow would ruin your boots. From a distance, it looked really amazing. You know, who doesn't love the scene of trees covered in snow while you're sitting at the breakfast table, sipping on coffee and, and admiring a beautiful scenic morning? But, well, once you step out and it's... Minus 20 degrees and the wind chill is knocking off an extra 10 degrees. It can be brutal and you can really get sick of it sometimes. I do have friends that say they don't understand how people can enjoy life without all four seasons. To that, I would answer that being able to wear shorts year-round is worth it in my book. But again, this is a great time of year and it's important that we reflect on this year and make a concerted effort to improve ourselves and treat each other with love and respect. Um, I remember one time being in Canada and I 
uh, was taking a bus. And at the time, I wasn't that familiar with uh, the bus routes. And so I ended up, and I didn't, at, later I would discover that there are plenty of apps that basically tell you exactly when a bus is about to show up. But it was kind of late, and I didn't, uh, I must have just missed it. And so in this particular bus stop, there was no um, cover. It was basically just like a half structure, let's say, with a roof and the back part. But, you know, there there are no doors and certainly no heating. So I was in, um, I think it was minus 30 degree temperature um, for probably 30 or 35 minutes. And I could not feel my toes by the time I, I was able to get on the bus. And I remember um, a little bit of, of saliva, like, you know, you know, would kind of like drip down the side of my mouth because I was just so focused on trying to stay warm and it would just freeze. And, you know, my, it felt like icicles were just kind of hanging down my nose. So, again, while I can appreciate the beauty of snow and winter in general, I think after that particular experience, I really came to loathe uh, the cold. I will again, be totally cool with wearing shorts year-round. Um, I've been thinking recently about actually sending Christmas cards to friends and family because, again, my great-uncle always sends me uh, a card every year. But I don't really have my own family. I don't have any children. I'm not married. So for me, it's sort of, I'm not sure, but maybe I'll, I mean, really a great Christmas card idea is just sending one of yourself. I think, I think that would be amazing, right? It's just me and a really nice, ugly Christmas sweater. Maybe it's a cat wearing a little red hat. Maybe it's one of those diamond patterns. Which, again, I still can't remember the name of that pattern. It's driving me crazy. It's on the tip of my tongue. Maybe I'll rent. Not rent. That's a terrible way of saying it. Maybe I'll borrow a friend's pet, and I'll just pose with a cat or a dog. And then I'll get people messaging me on Facebook, asking, Hey, where did you get the pet from? Or, Hey, I didn't know you had a pet. And I'll say, No, I didn't. I don't. I just decided to take a picture and to join in on the holiday spirit. Maybe these are just my strange sensibilities, but honestly, to me, it seems like a great idea. And then I think I don't actually have any, I don't have any Christmas sweaters. I don't have any ugly Christmas sweaters available. And I'd have to book a photo shoot. I'm literally just thinking about this in my head. It makes for a very bad podcast episode. I apologize. I'll I'll think out loud. I mean, I guess I could. I have to have at least one friend who... I have to have at least one friend, right, that can take a... Maybe it should just be a selfie. Maybe I'll just take a selfie, hold a cat, a cute cat or dog in my arms, and send as a Christmas card. <laughs> 
from my family to yours. Happy holidays, 2017. I wonder what the reaction would be. What about e-cards? Are e-cards still a thing? Um, I don't mean to be facetious. I'm genuinely asking. I, I've never received an e-card. And maybe it'd be cheaper if I just had an e-card instead of... I don't even have the physical address of my friends. Now, so... But I, I want to make this happen. I want to make this happen. I want to... I want to borrow a friend's pet I want to buy a very ugly Christmas sweater I want to make the cheesiest Christmas card or holiday card anyone's ever seen <clears throat> and I want to send it I want to send it to people yeah I want to send it to people but again I if I don't have their address <clears throat> I may not even have their email address. Maybe I'll make the card and then I'll just send it to people through WhatsApp. <clears throat> Maybe that'll be an option. I don't know. What do you guys think? Should I make an ugly, not an ugly, should I make a very cheesy Christmas card? How should I do this? I'm asking you guys for feedback. Do you think I should do this? Do you think I should actually go through with it? And uh, what are your ideas and suggestions? You can always send them to hello at sleepandrelaxasmr.com And remember, you can always check out our website, which is just sleepandrelaxasmr.com On a more serious note, happy holidays to everyone. I... Uh, don't say it often enough, but I um, genuinely appreciate you for taking time to download the show, listen to the show, and um, yeah, I hope you have a great, great, great holiday season, and I'm very appreciative <clears throat> um, for you spending a little bit of time um, with the show, so remember to be kind to everyone, remember to be considerate and on that positive note I will say bye and I will say thanks for us thanks for us I'm ready it's like a tongue twister thanks as always for listening and take care <laughs>